What's up, guys? Welcome to Orange and Blue Thing, February 27, 2019, out here on Long Island at the Seven Line headquarters. Actually, a snowy Long Island, I think. Lizzie just notified me. She looked out the window and she said, oh, shit, it's snowing. I didn't know it was supposed to snow. Me either, but fuck it. We're going to be in, in uh, Jamaica. Not Jamaica. We're gonna be where in are Can- you going? We're going to be in Cancun tomorrow. <laughs> I have no idea. This whole freaking week has been insane. I don't know why I do this to myself, but um, clearly we were in Port St. Lucie last weekend, or I was. We is a lot of people. Uh, I don't think I introduced you. Lizzie Soroyan. I'm Darren Meenan. Hello. This is the Seven Line Headquarters, Orange and Blue Thing, yada, yada. Spring training was last weekend. I had a whole lot of fun down there. A lot of new faces because a lot of the familiar faces were saving money because that's why we're going to Cancun. I think we're going to Cancun tomorrow. We are. Uh, Tara and Richie are getting married. I'm very excited to be down there. Once we get there, I'm not excited yet because we're not on the plane. But um, My brain's already on vacation, though. This whole week has been so shitty. These past two <laughs> weeks, I've missed the garbage pickup both weeks. Like, I watched the garbage man drive away. And oh, I'm at like, your Shit, house? Yeah, oh. I forget what we, day it is. We did that, too. I traveled on <laughs> back on Monday. I actually brought my garbage here. Really? That's, yeah. that's fine. I mean, yeah. We pay for the dumpster. I, it's I not know. like you're putting it in someone else's, yeah. which I hate. Uh, if, if people do that, I used to do it, too, kind of, sometimes. If you pull up to a dumpster, you kind of just empty all your shit. But I noticed on the weekends, our dumpsters are filled with a bunch of other people's stuff, which is kind of messed up. I haven't noticed lately. When we first moved here, they when would, we first they did, would yeah. fill it up. Fill, filled. So if you are watching to uh, see Brody <laughs> Van Wagenen, he's clearly not in the studio with us. Uh, I brought a lot of this stuff down with me to Port St. Lucie, and he was nice enough to come to Hop Life Brewing Company on Friday to hang out with, with me and, and the group. And uh, a lot of people ask, like, how does this happen? Like, how did... How do these people just say yes? And I'm just, well, we just ask. And uh, I guess Brody has really been trying to go the extra mile. He called me a few weeks ago about the Subway Series. He's going to be joining us on January, uh, J- July 2nd at, at uh, City Field. Uh, don't laugh. I'm all screwed up. <laughs> uh, so he came down. He hung out. We did a, a little segment there. At least you're pretty. Uh, I'm trying. I got my <laughs> hair cut yesterday. I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. I've been in the gym for the past couple months. But we are going to drink beer here at noon on a, on a Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? No, it's Is it Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, my God. I'm so screwed up. Uh, (laughs) Whatever. Listen, um, it's going to be a fun time down there. And, you know, they are the second couple to meet from the section to now get married. Uh, Mike and Kylie were first a couple of years ago. I got invited to that one. Were you at Mike and Kylie's? No. Oh, bummer for you. It was a fun time. They, They actually got married at a church, but then the reception was at City Field. But Tara and Richie are going down. I'm not going to say the resort, but we're going to the resort tomorrow for their wedding on Saturday. And, um... Kelly and I actually stopped there after San Diego's outing. So uh, Amelia was turning one, and we were already on the West Coast, and we figured, why not make a loop of it, stop in Mexico on the way home. And while we were there, we were like, wow, this, this resort would be so cool to be at without a kid. Not that like having a kid ruins your vacation, but we didn't get to go to like, the nightclubs and all like the fun stuff. You've been there also. Yes. So, so my story with that is I went a year prior to you guys going, and I went there for a wedding. Oh, really? And yes. was it fun? It was so I much fun. I think it's going to be a great time, so I'm really excited to get down there. When Tara said it was at this resort, I was like, we're going. Do you know how they met? They so met excited. at Bronx Invasion. The 2015 oh, yeah, Bronx they Invasion. They, I don't they know knew each other story. before that. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, you see familiar faces at the outings, yeah. but something happened where like she asked him, like, hey, watch my beer, I gotta step outside. And oh, she yes. just left them. She did yes, she and then did tell me the story. And, and you know, uh, <laughs> and and as life goes on, now they're getting married. So um Let's give a shout out to our friends at McKellar. Let's crack open this brewski. You said this is good. I, d- I never had I it. had this last week. This is the Sally Silk from McKellar NYC, the brewery con- brewery connected to City Field. Shout out to them. We I got like, a lot of whole I fun. I like all their beers. So. Got a lot of fun stuff planned with McKellar this year. Some of which we can't talk about yet. 
But what we can talk about mm. Ooh, this is, is a good beer. their new beer delivery service, which we were talking about last week with Pete. It's awesome when you could just buy things on your phone now. It just shows up at your doorstep. Yeah. We all use Amazon. Half the stuff you see in this room, I bought on Amazon as far as the, the set is concerned. But McKellar now delivers beer. Beer here is what they're calling it. Go to McKellarNYC.com. Click on the little delivery button on top, and you can scroll through all the different bundles that they have. So you can go and get like a $120 bundle with a nice different variety, or just pick your favorite beer, $15 for a four-pack, whatever it may be. But for our listeners, they have a special discount code up on the site. It's T7L20, no spaces. That's get, That'll give you 20% off your delivery. Um, and also, if you shop with, shop with us online, you may have noticed that we put these cards into our packages now. So don't forget them. Don't lose them because they don't expire. Ex- they probably expire this season, but don't lose them because these are good for 10% off your in-brewery uh, purchase. So if you go to the brewery this year, Hand that in, you're going to get 10% off right at the brewery. So, Is there a delivery fee for that? How does it work? This, I, I haven't done the delivery yet. Every time we've had McKellar for us, we just pick it up. But yeah. I'm sure there's some. There has to be some sort something, of delivery. Something, right? Yeah. But maybe that discount code will then cover yeah. the delivery. I don't know. Maybe something yeah. like that. So, Well, 20% is good. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, 20 what is that sound? <laughs> oh, all right. We're in that stupid group chat about this. <laughs> we're, I, I, Enough with this group chat, but now the alert goes off on the background of my computer here because you guys who don't work are talking about this vacation. And Lizzie goes, "Don't tell my boss. I'm on. I'm on the group well, chat." George, George Ho this morning says, "I I'm not concentrating at work today." And I wrote, "Neither am I. Don't tell yeah, my I'm boss." Yeah, like, I'm in the next room. So uh, share the show if you're watching live. If you're listening afterwards, this is a good uh, reason to watch live next week. Watch the live show. Share it right now if you're watching on Facebook. Just click. That little share button. If you're watching on Twitter or Periscope, click retweet. You'll automatically be put in the running for a $20 gift card at the end of the show. And we also will be playing What's in the Box and yada yada. So let's rewind a little bit here to QBC because I wanted to use this footage last week, but John O, who is now in, I think he's in like South Africa. He's on his. Is he really? He's on his. Um, his uh, honeymoon? honeymoon right now. Really? So like I've been texting him. He's been texting him back. And he's like, sorry for the delay. I'm in South Africa. I think he's in South Africa. So uh, I was going to use this last That's week. It just cool. didn't work out. But the QBC oh, is an honeymoon. annual gathering of Mets fans, which I don't want to get too into what's going on now with another QBC that popped up. But if you have any interest in that, you should go check it out. Did you hear about this? Uh, yes. Yahoo? Yes. So Yahoo is starting a subscription service. They're teaming up with the Mets. So I don't want to completely bash it because we have a relationship with the Mets too. But uh, it's a subscription service that's not out yet, I don't think, but similar to the athletics. So you pay for your service and you get new Mets news and invited to different events throughout the year, which is cool. Um, I can't see myself ever purchasing a subscription for Mets news because we get it so easy right now on our right. phones. But who knows? Maybe it'll be awesome. But they decided to call Twitter it. Twitter is free. Queens <laughs> Baseball Club is yeah, what it's, it's called. QBC. That's a little messed up. Yeah. We Especially all know what QBC, QBC is. is. We've been doing it for five for years. For the Mets. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. Maybe that are watching this now. I was one of the founders of QBC for the first year. And then once I got the MLB license and I, my life got so crazy, it didn't really make sense for me to be a, a part of it as much. So I just walked away and let uh well not let because those guys were really founded i just helped but keith and uh shannon from mets police ran it and then uh shannon kind of stepped to the side now it's dan and keith but qbc everyone knows if you're not everyone but if you're a mets fan and you're kind of in our circle or you're in that group that goes to the qbc each year then they come out with this other qbc it's kind of 
kind of cheesy. But I was able to catch up with Daryl Strawberry there, which, you know, he's a Mets legend. Number 18 has a lot of meanings for me. It was my motocross number, but also he was one of my favorite players growing up. He wore number 18, as we all know. Um, and then once he opened Strawberries in our town, I was there all the time. You weren't, yeah. I used to like tell, like, come on down. You didn't go to the bar as much as I did. Maybe because I'm, every time I was I'm there, lush, I'd I get super duper drunk. And then, like, well, that's what happens when you know the bartenders and oh you're a local Lord. and you live down the street. Yeah. But uh, um, Daryl spent many, many a times walking and not having a good time. <laughs> well, Daryl's great. His brother Michael is still in contact with me even up to today. He always checks in. Hey, how's, how's Amelia? How's Kelly? Like, such a great family. The Strawberry family was super great to us. And the Seven Line, that's kind of when I was first getting started. So it was right. great to see Daryl. Long story short, um, Jono was there. We walked up to Daryl, and I got a couple minutes with him. So let's check that out. What's up, Daryl? Hey, what's up? Great to see you again. Seven How you doing, man? Good, good, good. Can we chat for a second? Yeah. All right. So we are here at the QBC with the one and only Daryl Strawberry. What's up, Daryl? What's up, my brother? How you been? I miss you. I know. It's been a long time since the Strawberry Grill. Strawberry Grill was my favorite spot. Every Sunday, football. It's a great place. I, I miss you guys in Douglaston. How, how's Michael? Mike's doing well. He's down in Las Vegas. Um, he's a part of Randall Cuttingham Church, so he's doing some great things and helping people. He still hits me up on Instagram and Twitter once in a while, so it's always nice to hear from him. Well, that's good, man. I mean, we love you, man. We miss you. You're a good dude, and glad to see that things are moving forward for you and, and going real well. You've done a great job. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, like, let me bring up that my first ever article was Daily News, I think 2011. There was a quote in there from your brother who actually said, like, this guy's got his mind right, he's got the right path, and things are going to work out for him. So I can't thank you and the whole family enough for having my back from the very start. So thank you for that. Well, we, we saw that you had things together. We knew you were going to do some great things. And he's just a class act. You know, when you see a class act, you really appreciate that. And we saw that in you. And we really appreciate your work and all that you've done. Thanks, Daryl. So i got to ask you a question because, you know, a lot of Mets fans are here. Um, and 86 has been kind of like banged into our heads as as the, the heyday, at least until, you know, from then until now, we haven't had another team to grasp onto. Are you tired of talking about the 86 team yet? Well, I never get tired of talking about that group of guys because it was a very special uh, group of guys uh, that was put together. And, and we went into spring training with the uh, right attitude and believing and knowing that we can win. You have to know that you can win, especially playing in New York. If you don't know that and you just think you can win, uh, you'll never get over the hump. I mean, I remember the... 84, we lost to the Cubs. 85, we lost to the Cardinals. 86, we came. And we just kind of settled into each other and realized that we got a, a good enough team here to uh, be the champions this year. We just got to play hard and we got to believe in each other. And, and that's what it takes playing in a city like New York. You know, and, and the Mets fans are passion. And uh, they really came out and supported us and, and were behind us from the beginning of that season. And we just rolled it out. So let me ask you, a lot of big personalities on the 86 team. You've been on the record for saying that uh, you're happy that social media was not around in 86. Is there one guy, one teammate of yours that may have been the most underappreciated Met from the 86 team? Is there one guy that you can think of? Well, I, th I think a lot of guys, you know, that you really didn't think about that played major roles for us. You got guys, guys like Tuffle. You got guys like uh, Mookie and Lenny. They were splitting. And, and then, then you go back to um, Kevin Mitchell, you know, who, who's a guy that, that played so many roles for us. And, was just a phenomenal player and you know just really can use him in, in several positions to play for us and everything so just all those all those different players that we we had that were a big part of what we were trying to accomplish that year and, and we got it done with with those guys so I don't want I don't, I don't, I don't want to say one particular player was unappreciated I think they all just played major roles and you have to have that 
When you have a bench, some guys can come off your bench and perform the way they did. It made a difference in who we were. Oh, Dow, I love seeing you. I miss you. Uh, welcome to the QBC. What did you think of your first time uh, hanging out with the Mets fans here? I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, I don't go around baseball much, but I love the Mets fans. I always will love the Mets fans. I adore them from the time I played, and they were great for me. You know, they they made me become the the great baseball player I was, and I'll never forget that. Well, thank you so much for your time. Number 18 always means something to me, and thank you for being here, and I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Daryl's the man. It was it was really fun catching up with him. And the great part about purchasing all this stuff that I was very excited about that it fit in that backpack, I now have the option to do more of this. So throughout the weeks, throughout the season, a lot of people roll through the city and roll, roll through Queens. And especially when the team is home on a, on a, a homestand for an extended period of time, I should be able to go out and capture clips and footage and interviews that we can then use on the show. So I think I talked about this in the beginning. We're going to be back next Thursday at 6 p.m. with Pete McCarthy. He's going to be in for at least the next month, I believe. Uh, I know he's working on trying to land a full-time gig elsewhere, and I can't blame him. The seven line is small fries compared to the fan and everywhere else that he has uh, his feelers out to. So I, I'm hoping that Pete gets hired. But in the meantime, I'm going to be selfish and say, fuck <laughs> it, come work for us. So uh, Pete's going to be with us starting again next week, uh, at least until opening day. So look forward to that. A little update here for the people at home that want to join us at the minor league outings this year. The Brooklyn Cyclones outing went up uh, about an hour ago. If you go to thesemline.com, you click the top banner there, there is a button that has all of the breakdown of information for the different packages. So we're going to the Cyclones game on July 13th. We are going to the Rumble Ponies game on July 26th, Friday the 26th. And then the following day, we're going to be in Syracuse on July 27th. So those tickets don't go up until next week. But today was the first one, the Brooklyn Cyclones outing. It's our fourth annual trip out there. And Lizzie, how many tickets do you think sold so far? How many tickets total were there? There are a thousand tickets, just like last year. Uh, well, I got the la last update at eleven fifty-three, so that's like I don't know, twenty something minutes ago. I'm gonna say six hundred and fifty-nine. It might be up to that now, but right now we're up at eleven fifty-three a.m. We were at five hundred and forty-four, so we are oh. more than sold half sold out, which awesome. I kind of expected. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to join us. Go go at, get it right now. Now, up yeah. oh, Greg Conway just texted me. He must be must be watching. <laughs> They're at uh, uh, six twenty five. So you're close. Oh, Would you say six whatever? Fifty nine. All right. So over six hundred sold. Less than four hundred left. If you want to join us, it's it's a lot of fun. It's an unbelievable package that they put together. I don't know how they make any money. I'm not complaining because hey, you know. I want them to make money, I but know. this is what they've been charging us, and they just keep the price the same. So okay. this year, Saturday, July 13th at MCU Park in Coney Island uh, versus the Virginia uh, West Virginia Black Bears. It's a 6 o'clock first pitch. It's only 60 bucks to get in. The open bar is two hours and 15 minutes long of soda, water, beer, wine, or liquor. So it's not like, hey, just this beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, one I, food I voucher. Remember. One side voucher. Uh, he, Greg says, thanks for the shout out. He's definitely watching. Uh, and also the limited edition jersey. So this is a jersey. It's sublimated just like last year. This is the first draft of it. It's going to look very similar to this. It's It might have a I couple like tweaks. It. The 19 is a little too small and the sleeve patch is a little too small. So it is going to be fixed or, or adjusted. I like it. Though. A matching hat, a ticket in the bleachers, and the opportunity to throw out the first pitch for 60 bucks. I don't know how they do it. I'm not complaining. Uh, honestly, if they charge 75, nobody would... would 
shake a stick at it. I so, know. Greg, you kind of leaving a whole bunch of money on the table there. But hey, uh, our gain, your loss, I guess. But somebody in the comments wants to know if we provide transportation. Uh, we we it's not included, but we do have a bus. Shout out to Rally Bus that will be driving down the Long Island Expressway, stopping at exit 58 next to Jake's 58. Maybe you want to go gamble first. And then we pick you up and whoever else is in the Queens, Queens. area on Little Neck <laughs> Parkway. And then we go to Brooklyn. Last year's driver was very scary. Uh, shoot, Let's make a side request. Shoot, don't, yeah, don't. Like, he was nice, but he, he was, was dangerous. Psychotic. He was yelling at people. He was <laughs> driving on the side. He went on the Grand Central, which you're not supposed to go on. He's like, it's good. I know how much clearance there is. And remember when he went under the tunnels? Yeah, I was. He would ducking. go like this. Whoa! Like he would, he would go like this to like look out the window, and he's like, "We're good." It was, and it I was, was so ducking. sketchy. Oh, speaking of sketchy, I'm not really looking forward to going on a plane tomorrow. After oh yeah, what Kelly happened. told me. So you already heard the story. I don't know if I told you, but we're pulling into uh, MacArthur on Monday, which was super windy here. They couldn't even uh, dock one of the super cruise windy. ships in Manhattan because uh, it was super windy. They had yeah. to go to the other side, uh, you know, West Side it's Highway, whatever. Oh, my God, yeah. So we leave Florida, and the, the captain comes on. He's like, beautiful day for a flight. And then he's like, it might be a little bumpy on the way into New York. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Tur- turbulence happens. As we're pulling, you know, dropping or, you know, uh, getting prepared to land and going through the clouds and you get into the area where, like, the wind starts hitting you, the whole thing starts going crazy. And even Amelia, who, like, she doesn't really get what danger is. She jumps off her freaking couch like yeah. you know, she can't be hurt. Yeah. She knew something was up because everyone kind of just tensed up and she yeah. sat there and got quiet for a second. And Kel hates turbulence, but she refuses to stop looking out the window like she'll see like <laughs> she opens the window she's like i'm so nervous she looks over at me like are we gonna be okay i tell her like just pretend we're on a train because you're on a train well i mean shout out not shout out but horrible news what happened on long island last night three people passed away on the train but Wait, uh, I, what yeah they were they couldn't get their car off they tried to go around a gate which oh, you shouldn't do and then idiots. they got hit by two trains <gasps> and three people died oh my god yeah, so uh, RIP to them. I don't oh know if God. they got stuck there accidentally or they tried to do a knucklehead move and go around the gates. Definitely shouldn't do that. But anyway, back to the turbulence. We're landing Oof. and we cross over the Long Island Expressway. And I'm like, all right, we're super close. We should be fine. We get about, it's a tough to, it's tough to gauge, but we've been on roller coasters. You know how high things are. We were probably 30 feet from the ground. So like a house That's what Kelly house said high. too. And I'm looking out the window, and I see the the wing, not the yeah, the wing dip like a sharp right, where I, then I could see the grass and the runway that we're supposed to land on. And I'm like, oh shit, like this is really sketchy. That's when I really did tense up. And then he decided to just gun it and just went straight back up. The lady next to me started crying, like, Ooh! <laughs> they came on to think, like, turn on your oxygen if you need it, so you don't get sick. It was it was really sketchy. And I'm not gonna lie, because Kelly's probably watching now. I was a little nervous too. How many I, minutes after that did you actually land? Like you went back. He had to go back up, air, turn yeah. around again, and then then the pilot comes on. He's like, "Little bumpy," like trying to like <laughs> calm people down. Um, he came around for another loop, and then as he approached, he's like, "We're gonna try a different runway. It might have a different wind pattern, whatever." And it did, and we landed fine. It was one of those those flights. I tweeted afterwards uh. where people really clapped, like, "Yeah!" yeah. Like it was like, <laughs> I thought people were gonna like kiss the floor, you know. <laughs> It, it wasn't that sketchy. It could have been way worse. But did you see the the video I sh- I tagged Kelly in? I don't think so. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that was crazy. <gasps> I was like, well, that was another country, right? I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not looking too forward to uh, 
being on a plane tomorrow, but at least I got my will taken care of recently and my life insurance <laughs> policy kicked in. So we're set. At least Amelia's set. Um, and you're, you're set too. We, we talked about that. Yeah. So, um, not that, uh, not that I I'm leaving. Even, I, know, I, too, I, I hate talking about it. I don't even want I to talk about it. I texted Lizzie the other day because I, you know, full disclosure here, I signed, I, I got my will done and I put something in there. God forbid if something ever happens to me, uh, the estate, whoever takes care of the seven line after me cannot get rid of Lizzie because this br- business would be nothing without either of us. So, um, thanks for the shout out, man. Yeah, well, it's the truth. Who else is here? No one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So people might be watching to hear from Brody, not us talk about life insurance <laughs> and, and dying in a plane crash. But, uh, Spring training was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Drea for doing her thing as usual, capturing the the essence of what the seven line is out there. Women and children and families and happy and drinking beers and, and just enjoying yourselves out there at spring training because clearly the games don't mean much besides personal victories, hoping that your favorite players or unfavorite players, whoever, that's wearing our uniforms are healthy. And unfortunately... A few guys are already on the shelf. Nimmo <laughs> hurt himself right away. He's taking swings again, though. Jed Lowry, who knows what's up with his knees. He's not getting any younger. Todd Frazier, who last year we talked about this. This guy played like 150 to 160 games every year consistently. You're going to make me cry. He comes to the Mets. Last year, he hits the DL for the first time of his career. Ever. And now he yeah. hurts his abs. I don't his know ob- what. No, his oblique. Oblique is your abs. It's your side. one Swinging, side. whatever. You know, oh, I, I don't know. Ugh. But it, there's something, there's some kind of cloud over this team that when you become a Met, you get hurt. And these guys aren't getting any younger, but um, something came out on Mets blog. I think it was today. It said, you know, they're, they did build this team over the offseason to now create some depth to have backup plans and options and, and, and multiple guys for certain positions. That's why you get a Lowry who can play multiple, multiple spots. But now they have Jeff McNeil in the outfield. They don't want to bring him in to play third base. Uh, so they're leaving. they're going to leave. McNeil out in the outfield as long as they possibly can until like it becomes a dire situation where he's got to come back to the infield. So I think that I've been reading J.D. Davis, who is a new guy on the Mets, but he's not getting younger either. I think he's like 24, 25. He might be a lock for the for the roster. And uh, certainly Pete Alonso, if he keeps playing the way he has, the first pitch he saw in spring training yep, on awesome. Saturday was a home run. Awesome. Uh, uh, he's also not getting any younger. So Pete and I talked about last week about arbitration and how that works. And, you know, you're, you're under team control for X amount of years. But for a guy like Alonso who's not getting any younger, that extra year might not really matter. So I think if he's, if he's playing well, he's definitely grinding down there. He's doing his thing he deserves to get that spot on opening day but i do want to give a little shouty out to the 1969 mets who i didn't know this was happening last year the uh the mets hit me up a little bit before mickey came out on uh opening day to say what's up to the crowd but this i had no uh prior notice um ed cranepool uh, Cleon Jones and Art Chamsky all came out onto the berm. They, they, they're in full uniform. These guys are not spring chickens. You know, they yeah. played in 1969. They're World Series champions, and they couldn't have been nicer. They spent so much time out really? there. They took – well, you know what was crazy, too? They were they were uh, shuttled out there with Jay Horowitz, who isn't that young either. Right. So there was no one else really around to, like – like like guide like guide them or guard like them. Security. I don't think there's of? any security. So you got these four old timers out oh. there and all these people trying to take photos and and selfies and autographs and whatever. But they couldn't have been nice. They spent at least 20, 30 minutes out there before wow. the game and then off they went. But I was able to Aww. catch the ear of Cleon for a second. Cleon, how's it feel to be back in uniform? Oh yeah, give me a bet. He can play. He can play. He's the best. So. Um, Shout out to them for coming out. 
They couldn't have been nicer. And not that we deserve special treatment because a lot of people like to hate on on the group, but I think that they see uh, the thousand of us out there and we kick off the season and we try to, to uh, bring positivity to uh, at least the berm for the day. So it's cool that they came out. So That's great. If I was you having want to, major FOMO. <laughs> it, it was fun. I mean, you know what? And I'm not trying to like uh, get your hopes up and then, and then back out on it, but I could have used your help at the brewery because you're going to see why once I play this video. But... The, the brewery was great. Brody, as I said in the, in the jump, was awesome. And, you know, Kelly was there with Amelia, so she couldn't really help. I didn't really have... Danny was there, too. And I'm not trying to say that he didn't offer to help me out. But once the camera started, I had two camera angles. Once I pressed record and, and Brody sat down, and we just went. So there was no... I didn't really know what was going on around me, but I got the knuckleheads behind me, double fist in, people posing for their own, like, selfies in the background. I mean, no one interrupted, which was cool. Yeah, but, I but did, it's a, it's a distraction. For my first... First sure. crack trying to do something like this yeah. solo, yeah, uh, with like a live hundred, couple hundred people in the brewery, At a brewery where everybody's double fisting. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little nerve wracking, but we got through it. So uh, again, share the show if you're watching live. The two gifts today, if you're watching on Facebook, it's a $20 gift card for the Seven Lines website. Good for anything you want to buy. Also, on Periscope Twitter, share the show. Click retweet right now. You'll also be put in the running. Lizzie will select two names at random at the end of the show. I'm going to play the Brody interview right now. And if you want to play What's in the Box, give us a call during the interview, and then we'll put you on hold to play What's in the Box. All right, guys, without further ado, here is my little chat with the man named Brody. This man needs no introduction to Mets fans, but I'm going to give you one anyway. He grew up in SoCal, played right field as a Stanford Cardinal in the early 90s. Back in 2012, this man was in the Sports Business Journal named one of the top 40 under 40 of the best young talents in the sports business. As an agent, he repped the likes of Cespedes, Tebow, DeGrom, and Cano, just to name a few. He's since traded the agent hat in for the role of the GM of the New York Mets. It's Mr. Brody Van Wagenen. How are you, Brody? I'm great, Darren. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming out. And, and shout out to everyone here. How about a little hand for Brody? Good to, good to be here. Good to be here. So I'm sure you've, <laughs> I'm sure you've been to spring training before. Maybe Many not, times. Maybe yep. not in this capacity. Uh, Port St. Lucie, for instance. Um, have you been hearing that the vibe might be a little bit different this year in camp? Well, it's different for me. I mean, because I've been on the different side of the, uh, the equation here, and it's been nice to be in one camp for consecutive days for the first time ever. And I've noticed that there's fans out here. People are engaged. We turn the music on for batting practice heard for that. the people that have been out there. And it's been, uh, it's been fun. I think there's been renewed interest in the team, and it seems, seems to be some optimism that we're, uh, we're going to contend this year. So I know uh, A-Rod and Francesa were out uh, this week. Any reason behind that? I know Francesa actually, Mets fans, I don't know if you know, I know he kind of gave you a hard time your first time on with him, but uh, he likes to bash the Mets and bash Mets fans when he can. So having a guy like that in camp, I don't know if that's actually common for Mike to hit Mets camp. Any reason behind that? Just want to say what's up? Well, I don't know if I'm selling him out on this, but his, his kids are Mets fans. Okay. So he brought his kids out, had his family there, and uh, and it was nice to see him and be able to shake hands more as a uh, as a family man as opposed to a, a radio personality. So um, how is it, you know, I'm sure you've had to speak with the press. You've been an agent for a while. You uh, um, had to navigate your way in the, the boardroom or, or whatever, the, the negotiating table. How is it to now talk to the press every day on a different, as different level? Well, I've tried to be the same 
same way that I was as an agent and just continue to be an open book, be straightforward and, and make sure that, uh, that I've got you know, a message that I'm trying to communicate that is authentic and, and genuine. So I've tried to take the same approach. So your first move um, was uh, with Seattle, correct? Is am I right? First trade, yep. So was it was it important for you to make a big like a, a big splash or a big move as your first move? I don't think it was strategic by, you know, trying to to have the magnitude of the deal be bigger or or smaller than the next. But it was more of trying to be aggressive with our agenda out of the gate, and we had a lot to do this off season. So being able to come out and do a trade for our closer and our number three hitter in one fell swoop sort of set the stage for the rest of the offseason. I loved it personally, but uh, do you, how, I mean, Mets fans were high on a guy like Kellenick. I mean, I know prospects don't always pan out. So was getting rid of, not getting rid of, but including a guy like that as a piece of the puzzle for that move, was that, was, was that hard to do as the first move? I think it's always hard to, to trade players, especially those that came up in the organization, but you're not going to be able to acquire the likes of Edwin Diaz, the best closer in baseball, or Robbie Cano, a future Hall of Famer, without giving up something of significance. Uh, I think we had to look at it from a perspective of, okay, Kellenick, we love. He thinks he's going to be a, we know he's going to be a good player, but it's going to take some time for him to have that type of impact at the big league level. And for our model to win now and win in the future, it was a sacrifice that we were willing to make. So one thing that I definitely loved about um, David Wright becoming a part of the organization past his player, you know, the, the role as, as he had as a player. Um, the uh, Wait, somebody somebody got you smiling over here. What? Yeah, what? someone dropped a beer for you. I don't know oh. if you can have that on camera oh, or not, but okay. whatever, maybe later. Um, so you made a lot of moves, or there was a lot of moves made on the field and as well as off the field, with yourself included, and, and David Wright becoming now a part of the organization. I, I really liked that. I don't know if it was your idea, but for David to go out to the winter meetings and Jeff to go out and just be be more in the public eye, I think that was great. Um, how do you see? David becoming a part of this team after his playing time. Well, it's interesting when I when I was going through the interview process, I had prepared you know, a pretty detailed book and action plan for what I wanted to do if I were if I were hired. David Wright's name was in there as part of the front office that I wanted to build, and I was really happy when when the ownership group had already planted that seed as well and said, you know what, we're on the same page. He's a special guy in this organization, and he and he can play uh, <laughs> play a role, you know, in in what we're going to do here. For me, first and foremost, he's an unbelievable teammate. He's a really knowledgeable baseball guy, and he's just as interested in helping the young kids out as he is in making evaluations at the Major League Club. So I think he's going to be involved in all areas, and we're just uh, we're just trying to pry him away from his wife and kids to give us, uh, give us more time. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. I love the move. Um, so let's switch gears here to social media. Uh, you're very active on the Internet, very active on social media. Did you have a Twitter account before this? Uh, I did. My Twitter account beforehand made a few headlines on the uh, on the agent side, but I I shut oh, that I remember ca- that. shut that account down and started uh, started fresh. You know, I remember that. So um, back on that, the uh, the thing that I want to ask, I don't know if I'm throwing you under the bus here. I don't know if Harold is watching over here, but uh, not really throwing you under the bus. But notice I'm, he's on the phone, not listening to what's yeah, happening. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm unprotected right now. So when Familia came back, another great move in my opinion. Um, you had him out of the bullpen cart. And I think that my ears went up like a red flag immediately. They, they, they perked up when you said something. We want you riding out, something to that effect. We want you riding out on this during the season. Get you to ride this thing coming out from the bullpen during the season. 
Is the bullpen cart coming back in 2019? I, I would love the bullpen cart to come back in 2019. I don't think Familia is overly comfortable on it. I haven't. Uh, I haven't proposed it to Diaz or the other guys, but I grew up in L.A. and the Dodgers had a had a bullpen cart and guys would bring it around. In the 80s, it was commonplace. But uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it'd be fun to bring it back or I'd have some it. other entertaining pieces. But I don't know if our bullpen arms are ready for it. Well, maybe if they have the option, if it's out there. Um, so let's talk about social media more. The home run derby video that you put up was was I got a ton of views. I don't know, like 500,000 views or so. Have you had any competition yet? Any other GMs chirp and say that they want to take you on? I haven't had any real takers. I uh, one of one of the guys I've known for a long time, Dick Williams, runs the baseball operations for the Reds, and he says, "Okay, I'll take you up on the home run derby challenge, but you have to agree to to have another challenge, hockey." dunk contest and golf <laughs> so considering i'm 5'10 he's 6'3 he's sort of ring he's rigging right, the dunk right, right. contest right. i've never been on ice skates in my life so that'll be a tough one and golf i've seen him play golf so i got no chance there but that's the trade-off so i i guess i'll have to be willing to do his uh play his reindeer games too right, right. well best of luck to you I hope, I, actually i would love to see that i would love to see it happen so uh speaking of home runs let's switch gears here back to the field cespedes i almost as a fan i almost wish that they said maybe instead of putting a timeline on it. Like, I think he came out and he said, uh, maybe I'll play one month, maybe two months, three months. Um, I would almost rather a wait-and-see approach with something like this. Cespedes, obviously, you guys are paying him a lot of money. Uh, superstar here. I'd love to see him out there. But coming back from double heel surgery is going to be pretty tough. Um, if he does come back, what kind of role can you picture him playing down the stretch? And um, what are you expecting? Well, I think you make a good point on the timeline. You know, from our standpoint, we're not putting a timeline on it. If you ask him or you ask any player, they're going to want to try to speed that up or try to have some more concrete goals for them to go target. But really what we're uh, what we're looking to do is have him sort of work through a progression. And once he reaches one stage, then we'll sort of reset and go through the next one. But when he comes back, we need to, to have him be the cesspitist that, that came over in July of 2015 and... Sorry, I got the boss calling. Uh, to, to have him come over and pick be, it up? The, be the same, definitely not, to be the same guy in August 2015 to be the lightning rod that can, can carry us to a championship. But if he's not 100%, we want him to, uh, to get right so we can be 100% we know, the next time he comes back. 2015 was electric. Um, you know, when City Field opened, it didn't really feel like home to a lot of Mets fans. And then um, I actually came out with a shirt in 2015 that said Rock Like Shea because it finally felt like City Field was our home. And it in really 2015? Was, yeah. Yeah. It finally felt like home. You know, in the beginning when the place first opened, I don't know if you know, there wasn't that much blue and orange, but they, they happened to change that over the years, which was great. And then it finally felt like home. So I really, I think everyone here and watching at home and listening afterwards really would love to have that atmosphere back. So yeah, we'll see I, mean, what I, I was a season ticket holder at Shea and, and a season ticket holder um, throughout the city, city field timeline. Uh, but you're right. I mean, that place came to life in great. 2015. In 2016, too. I mean, people forget we were a wild card team in 16. And I think that uh, when the Mets win, I, you know, I certainly would, would view the city as a Mets town when the Mets win. And, you know, there's been some more ups and downs on this side, this side of the city as opposed to over in the Bronx. But, but when, the Mets, when the Mets are doing well, it's electric. And, and hopefully we can continue that and bring it back on a more consistent basis. So I know you got some place to be. So I'm going to hit you with some fast ones here. Maybe when we have more time, we'll sit down together and get back uh -oh, to New York. Fast so ones don't give me time to process it. So here we go. Just easy, like one word answers, yeah. basically. So I asked Twitter, hey, if you could ask Brody one question, what would it be? And I got a surprisingly amount a surprising amount of food questions, which should be pretty easy to answer. So at 
B-A-U-M Bum 713 is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, hot dog is not a sandwich. All right. At Maddie underscore J-L. Favorite baseball movie? It's sort of a close tie, depending on my mood. Bull Durham and Field of Dreams. At hashtag Marissa. How do you like your coffee? How do you take your coffee? Never had a cup of hot coffee in my life. I'm a coffee frappuccino guy from Starbucks. How about that? That's not real coffee, though. I don't think so, but I've never <laughs> had real coffee. That's like a pump. Um, at Mets Bullpen, uh, how do you like your steak cooked? Uh, medium rare. And I'm going to ask you this one because I know a guy that actually has his wheels turning all the time. How much do you sleep a night? Uh, quality sleep or overall sleep? Overall. Uh, I'll say six and a half, seven hours would be a good night. Here, that's good. I, I, I'm usually four or five to myself. You know. Yeah, it I, depends on what, uh, what, I'm, what I'm doing and how crazy my brain's going at that particular time. You're a busy guy. So I'm going to hit you with one more here because this is something that comes up at least once a year. Mets fans always ask about this. The retired numbers, I kind of like that the retired numbers are, retired numbers are, there's a precedent in, in uh, Queens, not like the Yankees that run out of numbers over there. you got to either be, you have to be retired, not retired, in the Hall of Fame to get your number on the wall, which is great. There's no statues at City Field. This comes up all the time. The 1969 World Series reunion is coming up June 29th at City Field. People have been talking about a Seaver statue forever. Is this something you think that can that could actually happen and come to Queens? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the history of, of what statues have been proposed or contemplated. You know, I think there's a lot of great players. We had two of the or three of the '69 Mets players out at the field today. I heard. We had uh, Cranepool, Shamsky, and Cleon Jones were all out there, which was great to see. And they were in uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given that this year is the 50th anniversary, hopefully you're going to see those guys out more and more. But uh, there's certainly some great players that will uh, will continue to be celebrated in some capacity as we go forward. Well, if you need anyone to chip in, I'm down to throw in for a Tom Seaver statue for sure. How, you in to throw down some money for other things too? Improvements sure. around the stadium? Sure, sure. Payroll, players? Hey, we actually do a lot of that. We buy a lot of tickets, so yeah. Well, I saw some crowdsourcing pledges to, uh, to, to buy some free agents this year, so we'll see if that becomes a reality. We'll see. All right, Brody, listen, thank, thank you for giving us, giving us the time. Thank you for coming to Hop Life. Thanks to all the Mets fans here for showing up. I know you got a lot of busy things to do tonight, so thank you for coming by. Darren, thanks for having me on. Yep. All right. All right. Was Brody trying to throw shade there at the end? Do you think when he's like, you're down to pitching for other stuff? And then. No. Are you sure? No. I think he knows that the Mets are cheap and he needs some help. So no, he's I was like, he can. I was like, yeah, we uh, <laughs> buy a lot of tickets. So I think we chip in and we do our part. Uh, we are going to get to what's in the box in a second. But uh, t- uh, two things that struck me as interesting from that interview. Uh, Brody said he was a season ticket holder at Shea and City Field, which yeah. I don't know why. And I, I didn't was, know I that. Didn't, I didn't think the. You know what it was? I knew I had 10 minutes, so I can only get to X amount of things. I had two pages of notes and. He had to be somewhere at 6.30. So if you noticed, if you're watching live or the replay just now, I had my phone on the table and I kept checking the time. So I didn't want to like spread him so thin for the rest of the group that was there. So I kept him for 10 minutes or 12 minutes, whatever it was. And then he got to do his thing with the crowd for 20 or minutes or so until he got escorted out of there to his next event. Um, but people are definitely going to hammer. Why didn't you ask about Harper? Why didn't you ask about That Machado? was my first question I know, to but you. it's like I only got <laughs> the guy for 10 minutes. I want it to be like a light, easygoing, right, like right. we're at a brewery, you know, atmosphere, not hammering him with the question where he's going to be like, why did I come here to answer the same question? I've kind of already answered 10 different ways to the press. So right. that's the reason. And um, this is kind of just a stepping stone. Like if you heard during the interview, I said like, well, maybe we could do something more at length during the season mm-hmm. once, once real baseball starts being played. And I think that this just opens up the door to kind of – do that in the future. So uh, the the second thing that struck me as interesting was um, 
He's never had a cup of coffee in his I life. I just wrote that which down. Is like, which is fine if you've tried it and be like, I just don't like it. But to he's never to had skip a cup that of hot and then use the like the pump life? at Starbucks. You you used to work there. Yes, it's just all junk, right? No, now they make it with coffee. Before it was a packet, but it's like a pound. Pa- I mean, that was but it's like iced, years ago. right? It's like a smoothie. Or a slushy? Yeah, yeah. It's an ice blended drink, but right, it well, used to be made out of powder when I was there twenty years ago. But now it is made with espresso. How about that? Twenty years ago? Yeah. Oh my Holy god. Shit. No. Um, my anyway. birthday's in less than a month, and I don't even want to talk about it. Thank you, Brody. I don't know if you're watching the street play. You did a very you. good job with that interview, considering you had it was a million things to think about. So very good job. You texted me afterwards, like everything go. I'm like as good as it can, I guess. Yeah. But, no, it was um, it was great. Next year we get some more sponsors, maybe. Uh, you and I will go down there and I'm not it just didn't work out this year I don't want you to think I'm like lying to you but if it works out it works out Poo-poo, anyway Poo-poo. let's get to the phones because we do have to play what's in the box we have John from South Carolina on the line he's been holding and waiting patiently John what's up John how you doing buddy hey what's going on man how you doing thanks for taking the time thanks for waiting on hold for a little bit I wasn't sure how long it was going to take for someone to call and shout out to all the other callers that tried to get through we only have one phone line and John's the lucky one this week so John um I got a question for you. Uh oh. <laughs> Can you hear me? All right, on. So you live in South Carolina. How did you become a Mets fan? Um, I'm from New High Park originally, so oh, I've no been diehard since day one. Whole family's Mets fans. Awesome, awesome. So you escaped the cold, went down to SC. Uh, do you get to go to a lot of games now? Do you you travel down to Atlanta or anything? Uh, my girlfriend, my sister, and I were down at spring training. Uh, we usually make an annual trip out to Atlanta, and we usually fly up to the city uh, once a year to try to catch a Mets game. This year, I think we're going to hit the '69 game and come tailgate with you guys. Oh, awesome! Sweet. That's going to be a, uh, that's going to be a great one. I can't wait for that. It's also a hundredth outing. Uh, hopefully, you didn't get tickets with us, though, right? Unfortunately not. They sold out so fast. I mean, we were online waiting, but either way, we're going to come tailgate with everybody. Um, you know, made friends with some of the crew down there at awesome. spring training, you know, Twitter, Twitter followers, Facebook friends now, all that good stuff. So it's, it's a blast. We that's, love it. That's great. And, and that's the good thing about the tailgate parties, too. A lot of people think you have to be sitting with us in order to come tailgate, which is definitely not the case. So, yeah, more than merrier. June 29th, we're going to be out there. It's going to be and a fun day. that's how you do it, folks. What? If you can't get tickets with us, you can Just still party out. with us. But yeah. we're so exclusive. I mean, you know, we're so unwelcoming. John from South Carolina, <laughs> you're not allowed to come tailgate with us. Um, all right, guys. So uh, not guys, but all right, John. One, two, three, or four. I think I know what's in each of them today. But one, two, or three, or four. Which one do you want? I got Wilma Flores on the mind. Let's go with number four. Nice. I think he had a pretty good start yesterday with uh, his new team. I think it was like four for five. Saw that. I saw that. Can't hate on it. What a guy. Class act. Look at that. It's perfect. It? You can wear this on June 29th. You got the Seven Line Army snap back. It's actually the 2018 edition, but whatever. It doesn't it's expire. It's great. Uh, the mesh snapback. So, uh, Lizzie, got your address, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, cool, man. So, Thanks, uh, John. Thanks come, for waiting. Come say what's up on the 29th. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to see you. Take it easy. Let's go, Matt. Absolutely. Yeah. Have a going, dude. It's just that easy, folks. Give us a call, <laughs> and then you can win some free shit. Um, you also have the option now, if you're watching live, retweet on Twitter, Periscope, whatever. Share on Facebook. You'll be put in the running for the $20 gift card giveaway towards the end of the program. It's just that easy. You click that little button. You automatically get into the running to win some free stuff. Again, shout out to McKellar um, he, for, for the tasty beverages. He's never drank a cup of coffee? No. What? That's a little weird. We do have time for another <laughs> call if someone wants to get through and chit-chat about whatever. 631-388-5195 is the number to call before we get to our share contest. But I want to bring something else up. I am wearing the T7L polo. We just got them in. Looks very sharp. Yesterday. 
And we have a whole bunch of other stuff on our agenda, but this is next up for the on-deck circle. The two satin jackets, the T7L in blue and in black. A little tough or a little difficult to take photos of the black satin jacket with the bounce back with the uh, the shine of the of the uh, material. So it doesn't look like it's shiny there, but it is, a, it is a little shiny in person. So I'm sorry in advance if you were expecting it to look a little bit different. But if you happen to check the Handmade in Queens video I put together, a couple of weeks ago, you can get a little bit of a closer look and see what it's all about. They are all handmade by Mary. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say her last name, but Mary in Ridgewood, which is incredible. She's been doing, she's been making jackets by hand since the 80s. And she told me last week or whenever we were there, she thinks she makes about 2,500 to 5,000 jackets per year, depending on the year. That is a lot of jackets. And she's so good. And she's, unbelievable. she's so meticulous. And she works so well. And she's she's great. So our, yeah. we're really lucky to have, uh, absolutely. have to have her and have her make custom jackets for us. She's great. Yeah, and a custom jacket of this craftsmanship or craftswomanship should cost much more. We charge one twenty five. That's mainly because you and I talk about this a lot. Uh, you follow brands, or you know, we know of brands like Kith or Supreme or whoever, like these other streetwear brands who make limited edition runs. This would be a thousand dollar jacket. Right. It's uh, it's going to be a hundred and twenty. Five, I believe, hundred twenty-five dollars. If if I'm wrong, don't quote me. It's not going to be less. It might be a little more. One twenty-five. We have hundred and fifty on deck in blue. Hundred and fifty on deck in black. In sizes extra uh, small. Hundred and forty-nine. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, forty-eight. I already took one. So we have about hundred and forty-eight in men's and women's sizes. Small, medium, large for women. Extra small to four X in the men's. And uh, everything you need to go to know as far as the sizing is concerned, just go to the sevenline.com. Uh, and once we have the date set, it's going to be soon. It's going to be like not next week because we got so much other shit no, going on. We're please. not getting back from Mexico till Monday, probably the following week. So a lot, a lot going on in the next couple of days. So just to recap, if you haven't purchased your tickets yet to the outing in Brooklyn, they probably will be gone at some point today. And I'm not just blowing smoke. That's the truth. We're already uh, got another text from Greg. We're at the high 600s now. So, a thousand total tickets available. The Cyclones package, July thirteenth. The jersey, the hat, the food, the drinks, the option to throw out the first pitch. Unbelievable deal, all for sixty bucks. So if you want the info, just go to our website, thesubline.com. Read all about it. Uh, we do have to do the share contest, and then I guess Can I that's... give a quick shout out first. Sure, and then it's My officially cousin vacation. Gabby had a baby this morning, her first baby at seven thirty this morning. So congrats, Gabby. Congrats, Gabby. Is Gabby a Mets fan? Um, probably not. All right, then I guess our inventory is not going to go down because <laughs> you're not giving away uh, any onesies. No. Uh, do we have another call here? Yes. Yeah, let's get to that. Somebody from Garden City. I bet you it's Shouty. Maybe. All right, let's hit the phones. Who do we got? Oh, my God, I got you. <laughs> I didn't want I really just, oh, I love you guys. I'm so sorry. I was such a pain in the ass. I feel like I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just thought I dialed the wrong number. I'm like thinking somebody's got to be on hold for you guys. Uh, you, think you, you know you did not dial the wrong number. You have a <laughs> number one speed dial. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I actually If we were Facebook, we'd be in your speed. top five. Go ahead. Keep going. What'd you oh, say? my God. God, you guys are great. Welcome uh, back to New York, Darren. Thanks for bringing that sunshine along with you. Is that where Not. I am? I don't even know where I am. This uh, honestly, <laughs> after this show is, I didn't pack yet. I know that. Just show up at my house tomorrow morning on time. That's it. Well, we. I actually talked to to uh, Kelly about that. I don't think we're gonna fit. 
four adults for yeah, and it weekends we of all bags? I, all I have is ca- two carry-ons. Uh, we'll see. I think that, <laughs> I don't think Kelly has. I think uh, enough stuff packed for our like, everyone we know. Uh, anyway, Shouty, what's going on? Listen, th- I am just my little Shouty of the week is a bizarre thing, but. I think it's so damn cute that bit emoji, those little, um, like your little self people emojis have like a little Mets uniform, which uh-huh. I just love using. But I'm thinking, Darren, we need a seven line army bit emoji. I don't even know what I that wonder, is. I don't know if you can customize them like that because I know that like major companies have their own like. Well, we have little, our own gifts now. You can go. It's on- a gift, but your emote, your bit emoji. I don't Do know. Do you even is, know what that is? Aren't we all too old for that shit? No. No. I just no. made. We just made one for Andrew's mom. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. What are they? They, Actually, they? they like scan your face or something? Yeah, they do now. I didn't what? even know That's, that. Andrew showed me that. This world is too crazy. But I think that you can make it happen because the Long Island Nets just got their very own bit emojis and oh. they're custom. So listen, I could like start it going, but how cute would that be with the little seven line? Yeah, like army? those things. Oh my god, it'd be so cute! Yeah, maybe we could work on that. I'll, I'll look into it. Uh, so, oh, yeah! what, what what else is going on before we let you go? <laughs> what else is going on? I'm like <laughs> pumped up. My wreath is going on the door. Spring training started. I'm like, I just nailed tickets for the Cyclone game. Going with my son-in-law. So this, I'm like, what? It's well, a super. Hold on, can we back up? Uh, <laughs> what are you getting ready for Christmas already? <laughs> no, I have a New York Mets. Like, my daughter had a Mets wreath made for me, and I only hang it up, like, when spring training starts, and then it goes down, like, when the season's <laughs> over. Hopefully it carries into October this year. would be nice. Um, but, no, I it's all Mets awesome. all the time. All right, Shadi. So, listen, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, and that's it. Great, great to hear from you. All right. You have a safe flight, and congratulations. A shout-out to that couple. Uh, marriage is a wonderful institution, and I highly recommend it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my lordy lord. All right, Shadi. Peace out. All right. Be good, guys. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, my God. I thought she I just called, made me sweat. I thought I called the wrong number. I can't believe you answered. I didn't think I was going to get through. I just put a Christmas wreath on in uh, <laughs> almost March. I love That's her. That's not for Christmas. Just I love a wreath. her so much. She's great. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> unbe- I, I love it. She reminded me I have to make another shouty. Okay, go ahead. Because well, then we're going to turn more. this thing off. One more. Um, every year I do a uh, bike ride for a Cycle for Survival, and it's actually um, next Friday. So if anybody would like to donate, I reached my goal the other day. Thank you. And a huge shout out to Lee Weiss. She was my biggest contributor this season and she is amazing. So thank you, Lee, so much. She helped me raise so much money. So thank Lee you, Lee. Lee is very, very generous. She's amazing. Whenever so, she has extra tickets, she, uh, she goes Lee above is, and beyond. Lee is amazing. I already thanked her a million times. I'm thanking you on the show too. So if anybody would like to donate, the link is on my um, Twitter account. I just put it up the other day when I was trying to like get my yeah, last yeah, few yeah. hundred dollars. Awesome. So thank you. I don't know the the details yet, but I saw Indart was talking about something on Facebook yesterday. I didn't have time to read it, but he's, there's he, something in June. Yeah, he's, he doesn't know the detail either, but he said So stay tuned that for that. I think some type of charity available. walk in June. We're going to try to get the Seven Army out there to raise some money. When I have time to uh, wrap my head around the details, I'll post something on the blog about it. So let's get to the share contest. Lizzie's going to take care Ooh. of the Facebook shares. I'm going to take care of the retweet and uh, make a mental note or one in your phone. 
We'll be back next Thursday, 6 p.m. on Facebook and Twitter with Pete McCarthy. Pete's going to be sitting in for at least the next month of shows before we uh, kick off the official start of the season. Uh, the next four Thursdays, uh, actually, he's going to be off one. So three out of the next four Thursdays, we're going to have Pete, and it's going to be a fun time. And I'm going to do my part to now try my best to capture as much footage and interviews and content possible to, to then juice up the show a little bit extra so thank you guys for watching and sharing and and rolling with us now three seasons of orange and blue thing it's it's really fun i really enjoy it and i really look forward to it so i think you guys do too and if you don't uh go fly kite all right um lizzie's gonna select the facebook should i tell you just do it you don't have to yeah no i i selected sarah desner all right sarah desner can you send her a little message it looks like she plays basketball that's cool. Yeah. And now I will scroll through the retweeters, and that person will also win a gift card on the Seven Lions website. Thank you guys for watching <clears throat> and sharing and all that. All righty. Let me scroll through. And Let me scroll through. Stop. All right. Wait. Who did you pick? Sarah Dessner. No fucking way. No. That's impossible. Let me see. Look at where my thumb is. She can't win twice, but why not? How is that possible? Fuck it. Out of hundreds of people that have shared, the same girl won both. She should go play lotto. Sarah, go play lotto. She's not going to win. I'm going to pick the one right above because oh, that, that would be. She can't win forty bucks. Why not? You can't win. She twice. fucking won. No, sorry, sorry, Sarah, but she can't I win. Try twice. it, Sarah. Try All right, Austin try Mickey was right above her uh, at am underscore seven, uh, seven six. That is unbelievable. That the same person. Let's won on all go play lotto. Facebook I'm and going. Twitter. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, you win. That's Austin so crazy. Mickey. That's unbelievable. Uh, I think the Mets are actually going to be playing a baseball game in a little bit. Shout out to Matt. He's going to be on the hill. The Mets only won one game so far this spring training, but who gives a shit because it's only spring training. <laughs> uh, let's keep these guys healthy, and hopefully they win once the season starts. If you want to join, not join us because it's not an outing, but if you want to get a bus ride down to opening day in D.C., Lizzie's going to be holding the reins on that one. I'm going to be in Florida for a BMX thing. So I will be there. Lizzie's taking charge that day for the bus. It's not an outing. you got to get your own game tickets, but we will get you there. So we uh, are going to be parking at City Field, then driving down to D.C. for the game, and then driving back to City Field. Shout out to the Mets for allowing us to use the parking lot that day. Um, that's really it. So thank you, guys. Any details you need on that, go to thesunline.com. Anything you don't see on the website, don't hesitate to reach out to us. And if you are a tweeter or an Instagrammer, don't forget that you can use our gifts now. Just type in the word, the seven line, no spaces, in the gift little gift tab there on the tweets, and you have an option to so pick a few different things there. And on oh, your stories so on Instagram, if you're posting a story, click that gift button. Those are called stickers. We have like eight different ones that you can then put on your stories, tag the seven line. If we think it's something interesting, we'll probably share it onto our own stream as well. So again, shout out to Richie and Tara. Congratulations on your wedding, which is this Saturday. Can't wait to be there. Yes. And uh, let this vacation start officially. This is the last official thing that we had to do. So now I'm like vacation Not mode necessary. all the There's way. a few more things we need to do before the end of the day. Drink all right, guys. Peace out. Let's go Mets. Have a good one. Let's go Mets.